0: Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready.
1: Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive Jay and Ryan. That's right. It is indeed another episode of the Other Ground Live. Um Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan.
0: Well, goddamn, pal. It is uh, May the 2nd, so I'm here to fuck shit up, but not really. I'm kind of tired.
1: Oh, long day, sir. I know it was a day off for you, which is rare. No,
0: not necessarily. Took the dogs out to the beach today, let them run. So, like, actually decent weather. It's kind of got hammered by the sun, and I'm ready to take a nap, but instead I'm here with you cretins. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah no kidding uh, yeah it was a nice day over here as well i think it hit about 72 or 73 i went outside for a little while um uh, but by the time i got out there it, been, it was cloudy so while it was nice out it wasn't you know it wasn't really much to be spoke about uh so i was out there hung out for maybe an hour or so uh, ran around with my dogs my little dog run for a little bit uh, but most mostly it was a lazy day um which is how saturday should be really uh, let's see. I see we have the OG army, uh, forming up in the chat box. Always good to see you guys. We have topics for today. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to make it through an entire show without me going, God damn, I've got nothing to talk about, which is the normal state of things. Uh, let's see. Uh, think they like to talk about. Uh, originally this was going to be a conversation about how I got unfriended on Facebook for something I said. Uh, but it turns out I wasn't unfriended on Facebook. She deleted her. She suspended her account for, for a bit because of, but anyways, we'll go into that story about, uh, Facebook, uh, I go Facebook fights, I guess. Um, and other things I'd like to talk about is, uh, I, you know what, actually, no, I'm not going to talk about that one. It's too soon. Something happened on Facebook that, um, uh, so, uh, that would probably upset people if I talked about it. So we'll skip that one. Uh, but strangely enough, that brings us into the next topic. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, how people perceive themselves. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about that is because I feel very few people perceive themselves as the bad guy. Um, and I wanted to talk about uh, people that you've met that you thought were horrible, horrible people, but you knew for a fact that in their mind that they were the good guy of the story. Uh, so if we can get some stories about that, that'd be interesting. Uh, other things to talk about. Um, I've noticed uh, do you, uh, this is probably no, but Ryan, do you have the next door app? No <laughs> well, so the next door, the next door app is a uh, is an actual app that you can use to uh, kill your goddamn dogs, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no what what the, what next door is? It's an app that links you up with other people in your neighborhood. Think of it like Facebook for your local people. And it's supposed to be for stuff like you know, letting people know about situations that happen in the neighborhood or for buying and selling things. but mostly it's an app for Karen's, I've noticed. Uh, It's an app for people to bitch about their neighbors. And some of it's fucking hilarious. You really should download it, if nothing, for the comedic value. Uh, So I'd like to talk about that a little bit. And um, the another thing I'd like to talk about, since if we have time, this will probably get me some flack in certain quarters, but I figure why not? Uh, I can tell you guys stories from when I was in boot camp, because I have a couple few of those. Uh, almost any, almost anybody who's been in basic training has tons of stories about it and I'm no different than anybody else. Uh, as you guys all know, I didn't finish, but I was uh, kicked out like literally two days before I was supposed to graduate. So I pretty much got the entire basic training experience under my belt to talk about and nothing else, obviously, <laughs> as far as military speak. Uh, so those are the things I've got, uh, you got anything on uh, tap there, Ryan? Well, if nothing else, we should probably, you know, start out with the fact that half
0: Thor Bjornson broke the all time deadlift record.
1: Holy, you know what? I'll be honest again. I saw that. Holy shit, is that impressive? And goddamn, he's looking good physically too. Um, that's one of the things about him that impresses me the most. Most people, power lifters of that level, end up looking kind of like fire plugs. You know, they I mean, he still looks very like superheroish looking as opposed to, you know, he looks almost more like a bodybuilder than he does a uh, power lifter. If you, if you understand the distinction, obviously not. I mean, he's, he's gigantic and huge, but he looks like a, you know, uh, he doesn't have that classic power builder look, I guess. Power so
0: <laughs> a couple things on that. Number one, obviously he's on all the gear in the world. Oh yeah. Um, beyond that. Yeah. So like the guy keeps in decent shape, because obviously like he's in TV and movies and shit like that. Uh, so for his nutrition, he works primarily with Stan Efferding, mm-hmm. uh, who is known as like the. What is it? The world's strongest bodybuilder, I think, is his kind of claim to fame. So this guy oh. knows how to like really beef people up, keep them aesthetically, you know, looking good, while being fucking monsters.
1: Okay, that you know what? That's a good word. That's kind of what like the word I was looking for. Aesthetically, he looks good. Or a lot of the powerlifters aesthetically don't. Although obviously they're so strong that they could, you know, twist me into a pretzel for telling them that. Uh, so, but yeah, and as someone mentioned, it looked easy. I think honestly, he probably could have done a fair bit more. Ah, uh, if he would have like started at a higher weight in a series of lifts,
0: yeah, it's I, he made it look fucking easy, which is ridiculous. But yeah, if you get a chance, uh, Google Stan Efferding and you'll see like why he's able to keep that guy in pretty pretty aesthetic shape while still being a fucking monster with weights because Efferding has a bunch of powerlifting records too.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah, because uh, after all, I'll be starting my powerlifting career on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you'll never look anything like this guy.
1: No, no, I, I, I would never look anything like it. It's ironically enough, uh, uh, Thor is only a couple inches taller than me, but he outweighs me by like 250, almost 300 pounds. Because <laughs> like I, I weigh like uh, on a good day 190. Right now, like I think 184. Since I'm still a little underweight from being sick. Uh, and what does he weigh? Like 400, 440, something like that.
0: Something like that. Basically, you're one of his legs. Yeah, uh, but geez. I went ahead and left Efferding's name in the chat, so if you get a chance, just copy and paste that into Google, and uh, yeah, you'll see, this guy's kind of a freak of nature, too. Jesus.
1: righty. yeah. So, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, anybody on the OG, anybody in the chat box, feel free to call in if you want to talk about this uh, lift thing before we move on to the next next subject. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, he's always been one of my, ever since I saw him on Game of Thrones, I always like tall actors and tall people, because being a tall person, I can relate a little bit, and there's not a lot of people my height, like for me to look up for, look forward to, look up to, rather, <laughs> uh, except for basketball players. And I don't give a shit about basketball. So it's rare for me to find a tall person. Uh, so when I saw him on the, the Game of Thrones, and he was a way better choice than the first uh, two actors that they used for the mountain, uh, I was fucking like, oh my God, look at that dude. He looks like a fucking superhero. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> you take someone yeah. that size, that like you take a strength athlete like that tall, and then you just inject him with all the gear, and you give him a nutritionist. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna look like a superhero.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I I, I have to say that uh, some of his scenes in Game of Thrones were some of my favorite scenes. Uh, him fighting the uh, uh, the Red Viper or whatever the guy's name was. He lost, but it's still a cool fight. Uh, and just, just in general, it was, it was a cool character. I, 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 was glad they ended up uh, picking him for the role, but anyways, that's about all I got to say about that. Um, we can, let's see, let's, you know what, let's move on to the Karen app. <laughs> you really need to uh, download next door. Uh, some of the fun things that I've seen people complaining about, uh, like there was a post last week where someone was complaining about an angry woman in a black car that was apparently yelling at people in a parking lot. I'm like, dude, this is good shit. Uh, there's been people complaining about people pooping, dogs pooping in their yard, people complaining about, Oh dude, dude, I, you know what? I just got to bring up the app. I guarantee you within five seconds I can pick, I can find a Karen complaining about something. Let's see. <laughs> so what
0: is it with you and stuff like this? Like I, <laughs> I don't necessarily see the entertainment value in it, but like you seem very, very fixated on things like Facebook and now this, like anything that you can just peer into other people's lives and snoop. Like,
1: no, are you are you one of those
0: people that just like sits out on the porch all day and watches
1: people go by? <laughs> no, no, no. As I mentioned before, uh, I'm addicted to input. Uh, if I could find something to amuse me better, I I will definitely do so. But I'm always looking for different ways to entertain myself and get input information. And information about the inf- about the neighborhood may be kind of useless, but it's still uh information. Uh, let's I see. We talked
0: about you know information being you know worthwhile. Unlike Facebook or whatever the hell this app. Oh well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Of course, so we are working on. Oh, good. It was easy enough to find one. Gorgeous day today. If you're planning to go outside, prepare for the stench of pesticides in the air. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's see, I like how she led in with something like insidious. So you thought it was just going to be an interesting post about how nice it was today, but nope, she wanted to complain about people uh, spraying pesticides on their lawns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you know It's always right. Oh, here's my right. rude and tacky neighbor. If anyone lives in the Auburn Woods condos, I'd like to know if it's a if there's a rule which prohibits hanging laundry at the front door on a round clothes hanger. My neighbor hangs laundry to dry, including underwear, about twice a week. I guess because I'm home, it bothers me more. But I'm sure think it's tacky. In addition. Has Bloomfield Township done away with animal control? Their barking dog can go on for at least a half hour before they bring him inside. It's hard if you're working at home and on the phone. Am I being too picky? Well, yeah, fuck yeah, you're being too picky, dude. (laughs)
0: So is this your neighbor? Because your dogs do bark a shit ton.
1: No, no, I don't live in a condo. Uh, So so yeah i think that's just shit's just funny as fuck uh and i i don't know it's something about other people complaining always amuses me i don't know why (laughs) so but you don't have the app so there's not many many stories to talk about it and we're burning through my topics at a rapid rate (laughs) uh you got anything you got anything you want to talk about before i move on to my next one no you feel feel free oh jesus christ man yeah you gotta slow me down a little bit (laughs) well okay um Let's talk about boot camp stories since uh, that's one thing I, at least I can tell a couple stories on. Um, I joined uh, the boot camp army um, in December. That was uh, my joint update, late December. I actually joined the army between uh, Christmas and New Year's, uh, which ended up being a mistake because I, I did not know they don't do anything for about the first week for anything between the, uh, Christmas and New Year's at all and the first couple days after New Year's. So when I joined, I was part of uh, something called the reception battalion, uh, which is where they put, just throw a whole bunch of people together to do all your paperwork. You know, this is this is the time that you end up getting your hair cut and they end up giving you all your equipment and it takes a couple days normally, uh, but we were there for like a week and a half. Um, the reason this is pertinent to the, uh, story was because before I joined the army, I thought it'd be really fucking hilarious to, uh, give myself a green Mohawk. So I had my buddy, uh, uh, um, you know, give me a Mohawk and we dyed it green because, you know, you, you get your haircut as soon as you join the army, you know, so it, it'll be funny for like a half a day. Yeah, uh, turns out when you're sitting in a reception battalion for a week, the last thing they do is give you a haircut. So I had to walk around an army base with a green mohawk, uh, for like a week and because they don't let you like use hair gels, things like that. And I have like this poofy, froy hair it immediately became a big poof ball on my head. Uh, this becomes pertinent because I also made the mistake of sitting in the front row during one day, uh in reception battalion while well, they were telling us various bullshit. I can't remember what the meeting was about, but they had the entire battalion, all the people that were going to be in the company uh, for basic training. So I'm sitting there in this uh, one of the sergeants comes, walks down to to the front of the crowd, you know, to address us or something, looks at me and says, God damn, you look just like Lumpy Adams. Uh, he's referring to uh, cousin Lumpy. Uh, a character from the Adams Family movie back in the '90s with Raúl, Julia, and uh, like you know, uh, you know the classic movie I'm speaking of. You probably don't remember Lumpy. He was only in one scene. Uh, I can't believe this guy remembered Lumpy. Uh, if you ever want to look it up, just look up Lumpy Adams, the Adams Family movie, and you'll see exactly who he's talking about. Who was a big, tall hunchback with a big poof of hair on his head. Being really tall, I, I, I hunch over quite a bit often. It's it's a problem. I, I have to remind myself to have good posture. So he nailed that fucker. And for the entire rest of the uh, basic training, I was Private Lumpy. <laughs> so so I'm glad that yeah. nickname didn't stick past basic training because Private Lumpy was not the uh, nickname that I was uh, cool with. But yeah, go ahead and Google uh, uh, Lumpy Adams see what he looks like.
0: Beyond that, like, how did you think it was going to be cool to show up with a Mohawk?
1: I just thought it'd be funny. And I didn't, like I said, I thought I was going to join the army. I get there the same day I'd get a haircut. I was just, I just wanted to enjoy having a green Mohawk for like the week beforehand. I thought, (laughs) yeah, I didn't think it'd be a big deal. You
0: just weren't, you just weren't taking the entire thing serious at all.
1: Basically, Well, well, not that part. Cause like I said, I I figured I was going to get a haircut within the first couple hours of hitting the army base. Uh, I didn't realize I was going to walk around with that ridiculous haircut for like a week. Uh, but that, that was, that being what it was, uh, I did not have the worst, uh, uh, nickname by far. <laughs> so, and my basic training went okay. Um, I don't know if I was above average for a trainee or if, uh, we just had some really fucked up people in our platoon because I only got in trouble a couple times and dr- the drill sergeants are looking to fuck you up. Um, so I was actually surprised I only got. Now, I mean, for one thing, I got in trouble the very first night that we uh, were actually part of our uh, our platoon. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, I think, like 47 of us. It wasn't quite a full, uh, I guess that'd be called a company. Yeah. So we were, yeah, right. It was a company. We were company B. And it was like 47 people. And it's the very first day they just loaded you up in these cattle carts and uh, literally cattle carts. I don't know why they use those and load and brought you over to your barracks, loaded you up, uh, you know, uh, had you run all your shit up into the uh, barrack space. Our, we were two floors up, which was not fun. And so now they're in the front and they're actually giving out uh, your uh, dog tags. So they're like, OK, when I say your name, you say, yes, drill sergeant. And you come up and you get your uh, dog tags. And uh, my name starts last name starts the letter C. So I was like the third or fourth one. So they are like, yo. Uh, Adams, yes, Drill Sergeant. Yeah. Carson, yes, Drill Sergeant. Passive J, yes, Sergeant. <laughs> I forgot the drill part of it. I have no clue why. I, I just listened to three people say, yes, Drill Sergeant, and while well, pops out, yes, Sergeant. So I had to low crawl across the barracks to get my uh, dog tags, which is uh, which everyone else told me was really fucking hilarious. <laughs> um so that's the one time i got in trouble Uh, the only other time i got in trouble was way more severe and uh even though the drill sergeant set me up i kind of deserved this one we were out on the out in the field uh there's a couple times during basic training where they have you take all your equipment and tents and you set up like a two-person tent and you spend a night out there uh well one of the things the military is really big on is everything has a place, even for something like setting up your tent. So when they had you set up your tent, you put, you set up your tent, you put all your gear in it, you put this there, you put that there, everything goes in a certain spot. They'd issued us rifles, um, and you know they said keep your keep track of your rifle at all times, which obviously is a good thing to do. So I'm in my tent, I'm arranging things around, and my rifle's in the way. So I want, but I wanted to make sure that I knew where it was. So I'm kneeling on the ground, I take my rifle on the ground, and I put my knee through the uh, strap you know so that the a rifle can't go anyplace without me knowing it because I've got my knee through the through the shoulder strap apparently at one point when I was leaning over I must have raised that knee up just a little bit and that was when my drill sergeant, who'd apparently been watching inside the tent for quite some time reached in and snaked out my gun of <laughs> which point I had no clue uh, a couple minutes later one of the uh, other privates comes up and goes hey private lumpy I'm like yeah he goes, uh, what's your rifle number? I'm like, oh, it's 47. He goes, uh, drill sergeant's got your rifle. I'm like, no, he doesn't got my rifle. That's right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> drill sergeant had my rifle. <laughs> so I had to go up to the drill sergeant to go, drill sergeant? Yes, private. Um, I think you might have my rifle, uh, drill sergeant. He goes, however would I have gotten your rifle? <laughs> and it just went downhill from there. Uh, he ended up making me do something called mountain climbers. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Uh, that's where you go into a push-up position, and you basically just... Uh, Switch your legs uh, back and forth, you know, up, 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 one up close, one in a full pro, pull, full push-up position, and then back and forth. And he made me do mountain climbers in the mud for about forty minutes until I dug a, like a track about six inches deep or so. <laughs> and that, that and, but in in his defense, I did fuck up. I let my rifle get away from me in in a combat situation. Obviously, that'd be not good at all. I mean, I I really doubt the bad guys are... Sneaking around 10 steel and rifles. But you never know. So, And that was about the only really bad fuck-up I had.
0: Well, other than, you know, not making it all the way through.
1: Well, no. But that was a more of a medical issue. They kicked me out for having flat feet. My fuck-up in that point was mentioning to a doctor that my feet hurt. I thought I was going to get uh, special uh, insoles like the other guy that told me to go to the doctor. Instead, I got a bus trip home.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were just looking for a, for a
1: reason to get rid of so, it. I don't know. I, like I said, I didn't do great. I was, I wouldn't have been a great uh, soldier, but the field that I had picked would have been fine since I would have been riding around basically with a tank uh, with a whole bunch of missiles over it. So I wouldn't I'm have to they, so uh, walk around.
0: I didn't even know they would let you in with one good eye.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that one I got a waiver on. They gave me because, uh, believe it or not, I scored very high under military tests. Um, so they gave me a waiver for the eye thing. Um, I don't know if they would have given me a waiver for the uh, foot thing, but they never noticed, which was kind of weird. Like I said, I don't, I'm not sure, uh, if, uh, I had flat feet when I get in, uh, when I, when I went in, some people say there's a possibility of like your arches can fall. I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Yeah. That whole thing just sounds odd that they would give you a waiver for having one eye, but flat feet. Oh God. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is kind of odd. And I don't know how they worked that now. I imagine the military might have different standards, but back then, yeah they're asking what the topic is yeah i'm rambling uh i, I don't know i was just telling stories about basic training because we don't really have any topics and no one's calling in so <laughs> so if anyone feel free to call in about whatever you like um i thought i had a bunch of topics but the more i read them the less i like them i well i did want to talk about how uh no one thinks they're a bad guy in their own eyes but i'm not sure if that will be much of a topic to be honest ryan do you ever know somebody that was a complete asshole that you knew for a thought a fact thought they were like the good gore, good guy of their story
0: doesn't everyone think that isn't everyone the hero of their own story? Isn't that like a saying or some shit?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of the uh, um, one of my authors has spoken on that. And I'm sure he's not the only one. Yeah. Um, very few people think they're the bad guy. Uh, everyone thinks they're doing the right thing. Do you ever know anybody that was willfully bad that you that was just fuck you? I, I, I don't care if I'm an asshole. You know, I, I don't care if I'm a, the bad guy. I'm just going to get what I want. Well,
0: I'm an asshole. <laughs> Man, I really don't give a shit. But no, I think, so I think the, the thing that sticks out more to me are stupid people that don't realize they're dumb.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's a pretty common thing. Uh, most people are just dumb enough not to realize that they're dumb. I'm smart enough to realize I'm not that smart. If you, if you, if you can uh, get the distinction, I don't think I'm dumb by any means. Uh, but I don't people, it's, it's weird. Uh, and this is going to sound like a brag. People think I'm smart. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, at least people that know me personally, I have people come up to me and ask me all kinds of like smart person questions and I don't understand it. I mean, I can answer most of their questions cause I have fucking Google, but, but I never understood is, is it cause I wear glasses? Glasses does not automatically make you smart. I'm fairly dumb when it comes right down to it. But most of the people that I know personally, for some reason or another, they think I'm smart. Well, you just emanate this entire aura of being a nerd.
0: And for the most part, nerds are relatively intelligent. So that's probably where you're getting
1: it. Ah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm more of a geek than a nerd, really. Uh, The nerds looked down on me in high school. I wasn't smart enough for them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, You're still a nerd in my book. See, I get the opposite. People look at me and think I'm a big, dumb animal. So I can exceed expectations pretty easily.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, and I'm just disappointing people left and right, which is understandable. (laughs) uh but Uh, no i've known life story yeah yeah but i've known at least one or two people that were just a dick to be you know they didn't care uh and uh it's disappointing really because i I can't understand how someone could go through life knowing they're a bad person i mean and you see these people on the t on the tv all the time you know like police reports guy kills four people and laughs about it in court i can't understand that don't i mean when i do something wrong i feel bad about it like if I caused somebody distress much less physical harm or something like that, I'd feel horrible, but there's people out there that just don't give a shit about other people. It's all about them.
0: Well, and that most of those people are generally either sociopaths or psychopaths. So there's that.
1: Yeah. 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 So whatever, I guess I shouldn't be worried about those type of people. Uh, well, you know, I didn't really want to talk about this, but since we're struggling for topics, uh, I'm gonna and hopefully that no one on my Facebook listens to this and hopefully I don't say anything too offensive. Um, a friend of a friend on Facebook died last night. Uh, I don't know her her exact age, but she was around my age, so somewhere between 40 and 50. Uh, and she died of an OD. And I struggle to understand that. Don't get me wrong, uh obviously I have my own addictions. Uh and they were bad enough for me, but there are levels to it. And she was addicted to something, obviously that killed her. Uh, part of me feels really bad because, as I mentioned, yeah, I I've struggled with my own addictions, and I know how hard it is to quit something. And if most of the stuff that will kill you is a different level of of addiction than what I've done, you know, like pot won't kill you. And while it is fairly addictive stuff like heroin and cocaine and, you know, all that shit are obviously super more addictive. So most of me, most of me just feels bad that someone was not able to handle their addiction. But part of me is just like dumbfounded that somebody in their mid forties is still doing hardcore drugs um for multiple reasons one how did you make it to your mid-40s if you're still addicted to hardcore drugs you don't see a lot of people out there at that age banging out heroin or whatever she was doing um and dragon said maybe it was intentional and that may be possible uh i my i wasn't paying attention to it because i'm not even facebook friends with her but my wife is uh, she's you know one of those people that we went to school with so you know everybody's friends with everybody in some different levels so my wife had said that she had been struggling with the uh quarantine and arguing with people on the internet quite a bit about the covid thing you know uh someone had made comments about the covid was not a big deal and did you know anybody who'd actually died and and apparently she was super offended about it and told the guy the dude that he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about this that and the other and that was about a week ago my wife had even mentioned a couple days ago that, that it seemed like she was uh um losing it almost like she was really you know upset and not dealing with the quarantine well at all so while it was an od it is possible that uh it was an intentional od and that makes it even worse really because uh, you know um i know lots of people have struggled with depression depression rather and to think that nothing is better than what you got going on is just horrible
0: Well, I mean, part of it, right. So like you have to have some empathy towards this because like, if you think about it, the point that you've gotten with marijuana, the fact that you're, you actually had physical withdrawals, if it would have been a different drug, like that could have very, very
1: easily been you. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then that's, I think my lucky stars in a lot of ways that I never ended up into a lot of that stuff. Um, I've, with the exception of uh, interjecting heroin and doing meth, because I've never even seen meth, much less tried it. I've tried almost every drug there is. And I used to tell people I've never met a drug I didn't like, just a whole bunch that I couldn't afford. Um, The only reason that I'm not talking to you as an addict to cocaine is because cocaine's fucking expensive. Uh, I tried it a couple times, really liked it, and said, "You know what? That sh- probably shouldn't be for you, Jay." Uh, and that was the end of it. But if I if I had come from a different upbringing where I had lots of spare cash, I might be addicted to cocaine right now. Because we all know I have str- uh, struggles with moderation and quitting things. Uh, Yeah, you'd be fucking dead. Yeah, and you know, heroin, from my understanding, is even worse. Uh, So, you know, thank God. I I mean, and I tried sniffing heroin a couple times and it didn't do anything. My friends were really surprised because it floored them them and I'm going, this really isn't that impressive. (laughs) So uh, apparently I have a high strung nature by, you know, which affects those sort of things. That was the other reason why I've never done a lot of coke because my friends didn't want to do it with me. (laughs) Yeah, you coked up would be, Wow. Yeah, yeah, because I'm pretty fucking high right now. Uh, and if you uh, if you might have noticed, now that I'm not doing wax anymore, I'm a pretty high strung person. <laughs> I'm normally pretty up. Uh, I need. I'm a more. I'm definitely a downer sort of person. Uppers are probably a bad idea.
0: Well, and I think you're still you're still detoxing a bit, so you're still a little high strung
1: from that. Yeah, yeah. Although I will say I'm feeling much better. I haven't even really thought about smoking wax today. Uh, yeah, I'm still smoking pot, but you know, not the same thing. Uh, my stomach's a little bit better i'm still having slight stomach issues but it's not as bad as it's been the co- past couple days so um i think i'm within a couple days of being back to normal i didn't gain any weight today but i didn't lose any so that's a good thing
0: mm-hmm. so
1: down and ensure eat
0: some food and see if you can't put on some weight because by the time you hit monday like it's gonna hit you like a ton of bricks
1: oh yeah yeah oh definitely and i actually uh I was supposed to do a workout today, but I skipped it because I wanted to be rested up for Monday start. So I only only did two of my three workouts uh, this week, but I'm I'm OK with that. Excuse me. Because I don't want to do a workout today and then start your workout the day after tomorrow.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you still want to be active each of the days going into it. Cause if your body is coming off like three or four days of rest, that's not necessarily a good thing.
1: Right. So okay. All right. So I'll do something tomorrow. Uh, you know, uh well no tomorrow. Okay, maybe I should go for a bike ride after the after the show or something like that, just to get the blood flowing.
0: You, you mean a, a tricycle ride? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, like a tricycle ride.
1: Yes, I ride a tricycle. I love my tricycle. Someone asked me why I got a tricycle. I'm like, You don't know me that well, apparently. Um there's a couple of reasons for that. First off, I've only owned one bike in my entire life. Um my parents were poor and they couldn't afford to buy a bike. Uh, when I was about Eight or nine, so about a year or two after my mom and my stepdad stepdad got married, my step-siblings, I had a stepbrother and a stepsister, their grandparents wanted to buy them bicycles for Christmas. And my parents said they couldn't do that unless they bought me and my brother bicycles as well. So I got a bicycle that Christmas. Uh, like I said, I was eight or nine. I had it for two or three years, and until I uh, until I outgrew it, and that was the only bike I'd ever owned. So while I can ride a bike, it's not like I have a you know more than a couple years as a kid's experience. Add that to the fact that I'm generally clumsy and don't have the world's best sense of balance, uh, made me think I wanted to get a tricycle. Uh, so that's what I did, uh, you know, and and I enjoy it. It's, I don't care that I look silly on it. Uh, it's a fun thing to ride. Uh, people, it's a good conversation starter. People are always asking me about it. Uh, me and the wife ride up the matter of fact we got a compliment from the neighbors the other day. They're like, Oh, cool. It reminds us of being at Mackinac Island, uh, which is like uh, an Island in Michigan where motor vehicles are not allowed. So everyone either takes horse uh, carriages or rides bikes. So yeah, it's a, it, it's I like them. I like them. I don't care that they look silly, and I do know what I look like riding down the road on a tricycle, six foot seven guy covered in tattoos riding a, a red tricycle. <laughs> but it's good, if you say so. It is. Yeah. Oh, so that was pretty much my talk about that. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, that's right. We were talking about the the Facebook OD thing. Um, yeah, I you know. Once again, it's just I'm just lucky that I never got into anything hardcore. Uh, what I what I did get into was good enough for me. Yeah, so I'm out of stuff. What do you get? What do you want to talk about, Ryan? Come on, you give me a topic. Talk. I have
0: nothing prepared. This is all right. this is your full time job.
1: I know it is my full time so, job. What, okay. What
0: else do you got about Facebook? How actually, how many hours a day do you spend on like social media?
1: Um, all of them. Um, I get up in the morning and this is when, this is, this is what, assuming I don't have stuff to do when I don't have anything else to do. I'm sitting in front of my computer. I have Twitter open. I have Facebook open. I have my, uh, email open. I have the OG open. Uh, and then I normally have some sort of news service open and I just click back and forth, forth between them, updating them and reading the different things on them. Uh, cause I like input as we mentioned. So it it's, doesn't necessarily have to be interesting input, but it's something I like to keep reading. I like to keep in, keep putting things into my brain. Uh, so social media sucks. Yes, but it's something that keeps on updating. That's the only reason I'm really interested in it. Cause every time I click on it, there's more stuff there. Uh, one of the reasons why I didn't end up being at that uh, other mixed martial arts forum, which had some great people, but it didn't have enough content. (laughs) So eventually I was just like, there's nothing going on over here, man.
0: So have you ever tried like, even just like a week of like just no social media, no like sitting in front of a computer, just like a week of
1: reset um, I don't think I'd enjoy that. I mean, I don't I don't really see the point of that. I don't think I need it to reset, honestly. Uh, I, I enjoy about
0: it. Yeah, but what you're like describing is very
1: extreme. Really? I'm pretty sure there's lots of people that are like that.
0: No, I can't think of anybody I know that's that plugged in almost all of the time.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, and it's reached a point where, like, we actually have a whole bunch of streaming services, you know, for watching things. And I don't watch any of them. They're one hundred percent for my wife. I have a um. My wife uh, watches TV in the living room. Uh, I'm normally back here in my den, uh, which is in the back of the house. I have a TV here. If I didn't have Rocksmith to play my bass through it, it'd never get turned on. I don't watch TV at all. Um. And mostly because almost none of it interests me. The only thing that interests me is like the informational type uh, reality shows, or possibly documentaries occasionally. But even then, like if I like if I turned on my TV right now and I started watching like a documentary, I'd also be oging and checking Facebook and this, that, and the other. Um, I, I I don't know. I just I, I maybe maybe there is something wrong with me, but I I just like having input all the time.
0: Yeah, that sounds like like an addiction
1: again. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, I was talking with my friend Roxanne the other day, and uh, we were talking about animes, and she watches the, the uh, Japanese animes uh, subtitled, She but she doesn't need the subtitles because she actually speaks Japanese, so she understands what they're saying, and I was trying to explain to her that I can't watch with it that way. I need the dub version because half the time I'm not actually watching the show. I'm doing something else and listening to the show for cues for when something interesting is going on for me to, to, that deserves my attention. And the the subtitled shows I have to sit there and read. And while I love to read, I can't give my undivided attention to a show. So it sounds like you have ADD pretty much. Maybe, Maybe that's possible. Uh, I don't know, um, but if I do, oh well. Yeah, it's not. It's not like uh, taking medication for it right now would probably change my life. I, I am what I am. Yeah.
0: You seem far too resigned into things that like might not be good for you that you just kind of do anyway. Um.
1: No. I. I yeah. I mean, I don't call it resigned. I. I know that I might have issues, but I don't think. I don't want to take pills. I like being me. Um, I know it sounds strange, but I like who I am as a person. I don't, these issues that people seem to think that I have aren't issues for me. They're just who I am. And people are like, you have ADD. I'm like, well, if I am, if I do, that's because of who I am. I don't want to take something to not be who I am. I don't even really like taking this um, uh, medication I take to sleep because it's an antidepressant. And I don't need that shit. I don't need something to alter what kind of person I am um it's funny that I, now that i speak those words i can hear a little bit of hypocrisy in them because oh about a year ago i was watching a documentary on Andre the Giant and uh they mentioned at one point they discovered that he had a problem you know with his uh, glands you know the, the the giantism and he was i guess in his 20s or 30s or something like that so he was already grown to who he was basically but they told him that they could give him Uh, there was an operation they could do to have him stop growing so that he would, you know, not die in 10 or 20 years like he was destined to do. And what he told them was, no, boss, Uh, I don't want, this is how God made me. It would be wrong to change it. Um, And that that made me so mad when I heard him say that, that, you know, um, that he denied the world years and years and decades and decades of him because he didn't want to get that operation done. And now that I just said that to you, I, I feel kind of like a hypocrite.
0: Well, you kind of are. Yeah. Like um. it would probably do you a lot of good. I, I know you say you wouldn't enjoy it, but to take like, say once you get back to work when you have other things also kind of feeding your time, take like a week, don't pay attention to your cell phone, like no logging in to like Twitter and Facebook and shit like that. Not don't really keep up with like Facebook and the OG and stuff like that on a computer. Just do this for an hour a night as kind of your electronic thing and see how you feel after about a week. Cause you say you don't think you'll enjoy it, but after a while away from all of this, like constant stimuli,
1: like it might do you some good. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. It would be hard for me to do, uh, obviously, and going back to work would make it harder in some ways, because you get, to remember at work, I'm sitting in front of a computer all day. So people are like, how do you OG at work? I'm like, because despite even at my busiest, my paperwork doesn't take up a much, much of my time. Um, I do have paperwork I have to do at work, uh. But literally speaking, it maybe takes an hour or two of my day. The rest of my day is spent answering phones and filling requests. So if there's not a member on the phone speaking to me or standing in front of me asking me a question, I don't have anything to do. Uh, Thank God my work has been okay about that. My boss told me when I first started working there, he goes, Jay, I realize there's going to be times when you don't have anything to do. He goes, as long as when people are coming in, you're greeting them, all your paperwork's done, you're answering the phone. I don't give a shit if you're on the Internet. I don't expect you to just to sit here and stare at the walls. On the other hand, if you're missing people coming in the door and heaven forbid you miss a phone call, uh, we ha- we will have a completely different conversation about this. And But obviously, they never had to because I'm not stupid. So, yeah, I do end up on, even on my busiest work days. I'm, I, I'm checking the OG at least a couple few times a day.
0: Okay, so maybe the last week before you go back to work, do something like that. And if you absolutely need to have some time, so like bank, so we have this from 6 to 7, right? Yeah. Bank yourself from like 5 to 7.30, you can be on like screens. Just do it for a week and see how you feel. Like Number one, I think it's going to help your sleep. Because all of the stimuli that your brain is getting from just constantly looking at computer and cell phone and other screens, like that's not good for you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I just can't well, it's imagine like science, what I do in my day. Yeah.
0: But other things. Yeah. Um, Work out. Go for – I no, don't go for a jog. We don't want to see you run. <laughs> go for a tricycle ride. Try your magnet fishing. Pick up another hobby. Do something, just avoid the screens for a while.
1: Right, and I have been trying to pick up hobbies. Uh, That's why I've been uh, playing bass a lot more lately. Um, There's like one or two video games that I play, but that obviously that's not what you'd be looking for. Uh, Yeah, it'll be hard. Um, Maybe I can involve my wife into it. Get her uh, out of the house. We talked about actually going someplace today. We were both like, "Mm, (laughs) no. And the, as far as the magnet fishing thing, um, I still haven't been able to find a good place. Uh, I don't really want to go downtown Detroit, now that I think about it. Uh, so that might be relegated to a thing that we take that I take with me when we're going to places as opposed to some place that we go places for. Um, so but I, I, I still want to speak with my wife about that. I'm trying to get, I'm, I want to get her out of the house and that's an excuse. So I might go someplace where I don't think it's that great of a thing to do magnet fishing, just to go someplace.
0: Yeah. You got to do something. I mean, at this point, yeah, like from what I've gathered from speaking to you every day for a month and a half, <laughs> like there are a lot of things that you're doing that are just not good for you. Like objectively not good for you.
1: Mm. Oh, oh, I wanted to address something that someone uh, I saw on the chat box just, uh, as it was flown by. Uh, yeah, my, I went to high school with my wife. Um, I don't remember her. (laughs) She remembers me. I was apparently a memorable person in high school, Um, but we weren't friends. Now you're stretching the truth a little bit. You don't think I was memorable in high school? (laughs) Well, I guess
0: there's memorable in several different kinds of ways. There's like memorable for like, that was a great fucking dude. Then there's memorable for he wore a black denim Tweety bird yeah. Vest. Yeah.
1: Both are still memorable. Um, and I felt bad cause I didn't ram- really remember her, but we didn't, we were we, we did not hang with, out with each other. We just knew some of the same friends. I don't, we like, I don't think I was ever in the same room with her. We just went to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but Facebook's why we were married. <laughs> I was, uh, this is like, Oh, four or five, four or five years, man. No, about six years ago, maybe even a little bit longer. I had said posted uh, I had stopped doing the online dating for a while. Uh, I had actually pretty good success with it, but it was, you know, was the same thing over and over date somebody for a couple dates may or may not have sex with them. Then decide, then they decide I'm not right for them. So while I was getting laid on the fairly regular, uh, I wasn't finding any relationships and I was starting to get depressed about it. So, uh, I so I stopped it for like a year or two and then, uh, I think it was, uh, early December or something like that. And I posted on Facebook that, uh, I might start trying dating again once, uh, I was off work for the season and I had more time and my future wife just posted, Hey, I'm single. And it just kind of went from there. Now we've been married for a little over three years. Uh, so it's going good so far.
0: Wow. That is, that's quite the, quite the story.
1: See And if I wasn't on Facebook constantly, I'd still be single yeah um excuse me uh sly dog no uh i do not do anal anal is fucking gross dude i can't i can't even imagine why why people are interested in that i'm not tired of the other hole yet to be to be honest with you um it just to me i mean i I don't understand why people would be into that thing (laughs) which my wife is very happy about by the way (laughs) she's like you're not putting that in there
0: (laughs) i guess you're just not very cultured
1: (laughs) just very cultured yeah i know i'm not very greek <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, I'm not, but I'm not interested in sticking my PP in there. Uh, Did you just
0: seriously call it a PP? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> all righty. Why don't we go over to the OG and see what they're talking about here today? Oh, let's see. We have all kinds of things talking about lady that's yeah, a beastie boy. Be uh, 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 do, 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 China makes video mocking America communists are not people Man, some of these threads titles just crack me up <laughs> inarguably, inarguably the best guitar player on the planet uh that's renato uh trolling again oh, oh yeah here you go alex jones i will kill and eat my neighbors did you see that
0: i i saw it i almost commented in it i'm not going to just because we have fucking idiots that actually like believe Alex Jones and like think it's good entertainment. Fuck them all.
1: That's all I got to say. I mean, I swear, man, it's, he's a cartoon character. If people don't understand that it's a complete act to get eyes on his show, uh, then I don't know what to tell him. Uh, But he's posted today uh, or the other day that apparently that if the COVID things keep on going on the way it will, it is he'd be perfectly willing to kill and eat his neighbors if that's what it took to feed his kids um i suggest you probably order pizza (laughs) because and there's and i wonder how his neighbors feel about that it's like oh you're all excited he's gonna kill us and eat us
0: i just think he needs to hurry up lose the lawsuit to the sandy hook parents go broke and then just go disappear in a hole somewhere
1: yeah, yeah, that was ser- a serious miscalculation on his part. I have no clue why he would... Yeah, <laughs> but supposedly, you a know... a piece
0: of shit that will say anything to get people to listen so he can try to sell fucking merchandise, fuck him, and fuck See, all of the absolute idiots that actually listen to him and believe what he's saying, and then carry on and fucking... Harass people that they don't know because Alex Jones told them they're lying about their kids dying.
1: Yeah, Fuck but him. back, yeah, back on the, on that previous topic, do you think he knows that he's a bad person? I think he's batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yo. So, which be? He said, it, he said that?
0: it on Rogan. He said it on Rogan. The the, I mean, the clip is there. Well, Joe, I'm I'm kind of retarded. But yeah, you really are.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I can't. It just astounds me that people, like I said, back on the previous previous topic, he has to know he's being a bad person, that he's giving people misinformation that's hurting people to make money for himself. He has to know that. So, in you know, and like you said, he's batshit crazy. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have reasoning facilities to realize that he's doing harm to people. And I can't just, I can't imagine trying to make my living actively harming people, which is what he's doing. He's the same as a fucking
0: televangelist. Oh, someone that uses the occult of personality to make himself rich and prey
1: on morons. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's horrible. And you know, not talking about those uh, televangelists; those that's just a rotten breed of people. It's because. Like whenever I think of those guys ripping people off, I think of like my grandma. My grandma is a sweet old lady. Um, We've never talked about religion, but I'm assuming she is. She's like 92. So, you know, uh, she's probably really religious and I could see someone fast talking her out of money. And that's just horrible. That's the type of people that they're taking advantage of. He's not taking advantage of some 25 year old you know guy working uh, in the, uh, as a lawyer making 100 grand a year or something like that. he's taking they're taking advantage of little old ladies. That's their target audience.
0: Well, so it's li- it's old people and it's people with the IQ of potato.
1: <laughs> i like to think that it's mostly just old people i can't believe that anybody under the age of 60 is sending uh is sending money to these televangelists it's just so apparent that they're out for money do these people really think god wants this guy to have like three private jets because you know the two would 1st be. two they're happy up. to go
0: on they're happy to go on tv and tell you god gave you a stimulus check to send to the church <sighs>
1: Man, and I hate dogging on religious people because I don't know, maybe they're 100% correct. I might be, I might be, I might die and be in hell. And all these people that sent these televangelists money that are up in heaven partying because it turns out the televangelist was 100% right. But I, I kind of doubt it. But I hate bagging on religious people for like that because I have no more proof that I'm right than they do. It's all up in the air. So, when I say that I'm not really religious and I think it's kind of silly, I feel bad saying it because I could be wrong. I'm just
0: saying that if the televangelists are right, God is a cock puppet.
1: Uh, Well, I will kind of agree with that, but God might be a cock puppet. We don't know. There may be a God. There might not be a God. He might be a great and benevolent God. He might be a petty and vindictive God. Um, Once again, I'm going to use well, a Robert Heinlein right,
0: quote. I'll be in hell with you shoveling snow for
1: eternity. <laughs> one of the, uh, one of my favorite Heinlein quotes, uh, and I'm going to fuck it up. So talk for half a second. I want to look this up
0: half a second. Uh, that's, it's <laughs> not really you good. You got it. Once you do uh, go.
1: <laughs> what are you looking up? Uh, he talked about God. Um, uh, he, he, he talked he, about now, God. this is, this is one of my favorite, uh, uh, writers Robert A Heinlein. He, uh, was not a big fan of God. He, there's really interesting quotes on it. He like, This is one of my favorites. He said, One of the most preposterous notions is that Homo sapiens has ever dreamed up is that the Lord God of creation, shaper and ruler of all universes, wants the saccharine adoration of his creatures and can be swayed by their prayers and becomes pentulent if he does not receive this flattery. Yet this absurd uh, fantasy without a shred of evidence to bolster it pays all the expenses of the oldest, largest and least productive industry in all of history. And I always I thought that was a hell of a uh, thing to say. (laughs) And it's true.
0: I just look at it as long as the earth has been around and as long as humans have been around, which is a fraction of how long the earth's been around. So fuck you Bible thumpers on that. But, like, we've had so many goddamn different religions pop up and die and pop up and die. Like, today, in 2020, the chances of religion A being the, the one and only truth is little to none.
1: Yep. He, that's actually another one of his quotes. He said, I've never understood how God could expect his creatures to pick the one true religion by faith. It strikes me as a sloppy way to run a universe.
0: Right. Right. So yep. so I mean, Scientology's you know, the, the one true path. Like I think we can all agree <laughs>
1: and don't get me wrong. I'm not bagging on religious people. I'm actually kind of jealous that they have faith. Um, but that being said, I, I do like quoting, uh, a Heinlein on this because he has lots of good things. Like for instance, he says history does not record anywhere at any time, a religion that has any rational basis. Religion is a crutch for people, not strong enough to stand up for the unknown without help. But like Dandruff, most people do have a religion and spend time and money on it and seem to derive considerable pleasure from fiddling with it. Um, that's a mean thing to say about uh, religion. It's like, like uh, actually I don't like that quote. Uh, that's not the one I thought it was. I got halfway through it and realized that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> because i don't want to do that on religious people
0: The, the way i see it like so religious people totally fine with you if you want to live you know kind of by the ideals of christianity or islam or whatever the fuck you're gonna do like the overarching idea behind all of these is basically don't be a dick and there's a higher power okay that's cool it's when people start taking like all of the little stories literally when they kind of cross the barrier into crazy town.
1: Yep. Yep. Another good quote from him, uh, just about in in general, sin only lies in hurting other people unnecessarily. All other sins are invented or invented nonsense. Hurt yourself is not sinful. It's just stupid. (laughs) So he had, I, 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 I won't say that I use a lot of his books as like a life, um, theory uh, because he did but he definitely had some interesting ideas on religion relationships family and just all kinds of different things that uh probably has affected how I think about life because I started reading his books very early I think I read my first Heinlein book when I was like nine or ten
0: I just take my philosophy from Tupac and I just you know kind of live by the mantra of if the world was a girl I'd stick my dick in the ground fuck the world (laughs)
1: <laughs> that sounds like an icp lyric actually
0: no that was very much classic tupac
1: <laughs> oh there you go
0: <laughs> only he wasn't uh, it off oh, tune yeah. with you know face
1: paint did you see that uh was it georgia or kentucky someone named tupac shakur applied for unemployment and the governor thought it was a joke so she denied it no, and then it she had to apologize because it turns because there's yeah, an actual person. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Oh, well, you're starting to break up a little bit. That's all right. We only got a couple minutes left. You're going to sound awesome for the last couple minutes. I demand it. All right, guys. We only got a couple minutes left. We got time to talk about one more thing, probably. Uh, do you guys got anything you want me to talk about? Uh I'll post it up on the chat box where so we can uh, speak on it. Feel free to call. We haven't got a single call today. You guys are slacking. You guys are making me talk. I and mean, That always makes for a poor show. <laughs> And Sly Dog wants to talk about retribution. Oh, no, he's no, he's actually saying your poor microphone is retribution from God. See? He's, God has struck you down. You're mute now. We apologize, God. I, I didn't mean it. Please, please, please don't uh, strike Ryan down. Uh, he's a good person. He doesn't mean to be that way. <laughs> Are you better now? I I hope so. Are we good? Hallelujah! He's healed. It's,
0: it's something about this. I think it's about blue stacks itself. I think there's probably a memory leak somewhere. Mm. That over time, like the longer it's up, it just kind of goes to
1: shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I've I've noticed that you sound uh, fine to start off with, and it tends to degrade over the course of the show, quite like my speech in general.
0: <laughs> I don't oh. know. You, sometimes you start out kind of kind of weak out the gate.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know, and sometimes I just end week out of the gate, too, so <laughs> I don't know, uh, but we're getting better. It's, a, you know, every show is a little bit better than the last. Um, well, except some of them, some of them are pretty much dog shit and Irish.
0: Yes, I will probably burn in hell if it's a place.
1: Yep. Um, let's see. I think we're. it's about time to invite Serena Southpaw back on the show. Uh, she's one of my favorite guests, and she said she'll do the show every time. So I think maybe we should probably hit her up within the next couple of days. What do you think?
0: Fine by me. If nothing else, she can give her picks for uh, the fight night that we're doing the companion for.
1: Oh, shit. We should see if she wants to do it with us.
0: She can stop in at any point during it.
1: Yeah, that would be a good idea. I'll ask if she's interested. And if nothing else, we'll get her on and do picks and stuff. Um, we're going to call it a show since we've been struggling the fill time. We, we're we really still close got here. six goddamn minutes here, Jay. That's we're, right. We're not
0: going to stop yet. <sighs>
1: find you what do you want me to like recite the alphabet i can like go read get a book to read so it was funny i was asking for ideas on on the show on my facebook thing and uh, and a, one of my facebook friends uh who i think was originally from the og a guy named jack lee clearly had no clue what my show was about because he started things like oh read a poem read some song lyrics i'm like dude i they would shut me down on the spot if i tried to read a poem on this show
0: yeah, I, I would quit.
1: Yeah, we would so. have a show next. It'd be, it'd be me solo after that.
0: Did <laughs> so um, you hear that uh, Oklahoma City had? Well, no, it's not actually Oklahoma City. It's Stillwater, but in Oklahoma, um, a mayor had to remove the uh, face mask rule for shopping.
1: Yes, I did see that. For it lasted twenty four hours. Why? Because people are fucking assholes.
0: So what is the deal? Like, why are people so fucking stupid?
1: you know and and for for anyone who hasn't read the uh, article the face mask ban lasted 24 hours because people were threatening employees uh, apparently the uh, not, apparently they put in a ruling that you had to wear face masks when you go into stores it lasted 24 hours because people were threatening to injure the employees who were trying to enforce the rule uh so rather than you know and that that's that's a horrible precedent by the way basically that he was just saying, oh, okay, if you don't like a law, just complain about it enough or threaten some people and we'll get rid of the law. Uh, so like you said, I can't believe people are this fucking stupid. Uh, if nothing else, if you don't like it, go talk to him. Don't complain to the fucking employees. You know, they didn't make that rule and, they're, and they'll get in trouble for not enforcing it.
0: Well, I guess, I mean, if nothing else, like if anybody knows Stillwater, like that's like real Oklahoma-y Oklahoma E Oklahoma. So the IQ points in that store probably didn't break triple digits all day. And well, that's not fair, frankly, yeah. the masks are probably in improvements. Most of those people are probably missing some teeth and the rotting, you know, the rotting gums probably don't smell great. Oh,
1: that's, that's mean, man. I, I, I can't say I have much experience of Oklahoma. I did serve my basic training in Oklahoma, Fort Sill, who, huh? um, but, uh, my experience of Oklahoma is basically a one mall, uh, one biker leather shop and a bus station. Cause, cause we got, you know, we got released from the army. Uh, me and another guy actually buddied up cause he got released the same day. His, his story makes my story look like fucking <laughs> this, this poor guy. He was like five, six, maybe weighed a hundred pounds soaking wet, but his dad was one of the drill sergeants here. At, at at the base. Obviously they didn't put him under him. Uh, but because yeah, that would be wrong. But still, this guy's dad was a drill surgeon and this is like one of the least suitable people I've ever seen for the military. And he didn't do well. And eventually so he decided saying he wanted to talk out of it. Um, so yeah yeah no yeah he wasn't suited for it dude like uh he made me look big and burly um he was clearly only there because his dad was a drill sergeant and you know he probably felt that was the right thing to do but he clearly found out that was not the spot for him so he tried a couple different methods to get himself kicked out of the army uh at one point he threw himself down a set of stairs to try to hurt himself to get kicked out and that didn't work so he punched the the steel door at the bottom of the stairs and broke his hand and wrist uh and that got him out um God, can you imagine that? Can you imagine explaining to your dad, the drill sergeant, why you're not in the army now? God, that's, yeah. that's gotta be a conversation.
0: Man, he's pro he probably is no longer invited to Thanksgiving dinner.
1: Probably not, but he was released the same day that I was. So we were hanging out and uh, like the, the bus tickets they gave us were for left at like nine o'clock and we got released at like 1 PM. So we spent an hour or two in the non-commission club drinking, um then we got ordered a taxi went to a mall did some shopping I wanted to get a new leather jacket cuz I didn't have one anymore um so we went to a really nice uh, biker leather place in uh, in uh, Oklahoma City I think it was or whatever I don't actually I don't know where it was whatever town was close to uh, Fort Sill and I think I spent like $400 on a, a biker leather back then. So it was a really fucking expensive one. But I had like fucking three grand in my pocket because, <laughs> you know, they, they only paid you uh, back then. I think it was like $485 or five or six, $600 a month, some small amount, but you don't spend any of it. So I had a ton of money for me in my pocket in a four day bus ride home. <laughs> so
0: imagine that you having money in your pocket and having to spend it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, actually that was about the only big ticket item I bought. Most the rest of it just, you know, got probably blown in bullshit.
0: <laughs> so I mean, Holander, yeah. Oklahoma really is that bad. I don't know about your cousin, but I lived there for two years and it was absolute shit.
1: Yeah. Oh really? I didn't know you lived there. Which part of it did you live in?
0: Uh so I was in Oklahoma City and <laughs> like the thing that just blew my mind just even going to Oklahoma. I moved there in the middle of winter. They just got a snowstorm and of course like they don't know how to handle snow so nothing is plowed except the fucking walmart parking lot <laughs> i was like yeah so this is oklahoma great
1: <laughs> and oklahoma has really weird weather because there were uh um uh, like the northern winds and the southern with wind, southern winds meet so the weather there can change dramatically really quickly i remember um one time we were going to go out to for field exercises. Uh, so as I mentioned before, they have your load up all your stuff and your tents and things like that. And it was like 65 degrees out in the morning. So we all load up, you know, um, and start, you know, get to the field, put up our tents and such. And around three or four, the temperature starts dropping by six o'clock. It was like, 24 degrees and it started freezing raining <laughs> they ended up having to pull us out of the field that day which i'm surprised i didn't think something like that happened because we've been out in the field was way colder than that um but i guess the freezing rain was the issue it was it was collapsing tents and things like that <laughs> so that was a that was a fun time
0: yeah the weather there was absolute shit so like in my two years there came in, in a snowstorm we had an absolutely terrible hail hailstorm that took out mm. like everyone's roof like i think that very next spring obviously had tornadoes but tornadoes really aren't that big of a deal i lived in iowa plenty of those right and then summer hit and there were god what was it it was like 105 straight days of it tipping 100 degrees
1: oof did you see a lot of uh aardvarks there armored armadillos rather no I don't think I've really? ever seen an armadillo in my life. Oh, yeah. We saw quite a few of them, I guess, because we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I remember the first time I saw one, it was just trudging along on the side of the road. And the drill sergeant immediately ran over and kicked it as hard as he fucking could. I didn't know why until about three... Or four days later, when we we're doing another road march, and one of the privates got too close to an armadillo, and that fucker literally ran up his body and then down the other side and fucked him up. I'd never seen anything like it. Apparently, armadillos are mean fuckers. I mean, uh, there's also other reasons not to, to fuck with them. Apparently, they carry leprosy. But <laughs> I'd n- I couldn't imagine. You, you see an armadillo, you got they got those little armor plate things. You think you figure that's their, their defense? That they're probably mild little rodents or something. No, they're fucking mean.
0: <laughs> well, no, they're probably only mean in that area because of people fucking kicking them
1: <laughs> and, and and don't get me wrong he didn't it didn't literally go up one side and one down him, but it fucked up his ankles it fucked up his like uh up to his like knees and it was climbing up him when <laughs> before when he kicked him off of it you know or like pushed it off of him it was it was he, he had to get stitches it was I was really surprised I'd never seen anything like that. I didn't know armadillos were vicious mean animals.
0: Did they at least kick him out of the military for losing a fight to a fucking armadillo?
1: <laughs> no, no. He was back the next day and people made fun of him for it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. I'm done for the day. Uh, I don't get anything else to talk about. We, we managed to get over the finish line. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at six o'clock. Uh, I don't know why, <laughs> but we will be. I want to thank the OG army for showing up the chat box. I see. We've also had added some people. So I want to say a, Thank you to our new followers. Uh, Dalton, you got anything? Fuck all 'all. (laughs) y'all. We'll see everybody tomorrow. You guys have a great night.
0: Screw you, hippie.